0: Welcome to Hive Mind. I'm Meg. I'm here with Emily. Hey, Emily. Hi, I'm Emily here with Meg. Hey, so last week, I can't remember if we had this conversation on Mike or before, but you were telling me that you're always hesitant to take a Xanax before you travel because you've heard it causes Alzheimer's. And someone in your life said, enjoy your life, take the Xanax. And I was like, yeah, that's a smart person. I would like to take all of that back. After this episode of The Real Housewives, I don't think anyone should take a Xanax ever, especially when they travel, especially paired with alcohol. Like This was a disaster.
1: I was actually just thinking about this conversation today because I'm planning another trip and I was like, I got to get a Xanax. I don't travel well. I'm an anxious travel. I'm I'm always a thousand percent positive I'm going to get the stomach flu on vacation. And then I always do because I'm so stressed out. Um. <laughs> But Meredith was uh,
0: the living crib keeper
1: the entire episode. I
0: mean, she was not doing well. <laughs> Meredith was not thriving, but she was still just slinging insults at everyone around her. She was yeah. on her deathbed calling out every single individual who came to see her and bid her farewell. Truly, nothing
1: has made me laugh harder in my life than Meredith dead, a corpse on her bed getting makeup put on. While she is like <laughs> on her back, I laughed out loud. I rewound it twice. I was like, "This is so morbid looking." She looks <laughs> like a body being prepared for a viewing. <laughs> and then she came back alive, and she really let them have it in. Came in those- hot. <laughs> came in hot with very soft arguments, <laughs> like <laughs> the most unhinged.
0: Um, I loved it. Thanks, Meredith. I'm a dramatic person. I tend to think I'm sick when I'm, like, not that sick. I'm a bit of a hypochondriac. But Meredith makes me look like a real trooper. Like, the way this woman will think she is on the edge of death at the slight inconvenience fascinates me.
1: I really need to understand what had happened. I, like, so she was just dehydrated? Like, I, I need to understand what was going on she th- the whole thing was benzos do make you cold i'm um, sure. being dead serious i know that for a fact one time i had to speak at church and i was so stressed so i took a Xanax <laughs> to speak at church and after like someone was like you did really great and i honestly said out loud i feel nothing <laughs> And I also remember vividly shaking. And the lady next to me is like, are you cold? And I'm like, I'm freezing. And she was like, and I'm like, I took a Xanax. She's like, yep, penzos make you cold. So that tracked. But Meredith was, okay, honestly, don't take a Xanax before a presentation, you guys. You need to fill the highs and lows. It's the only
0: way to read the audience. Sure. If, and like, I'm not saying don't take a Xanax before you fly. By all means, do what you need to do just don't interact with the people you love afterward. like you're not going to be in a good place mentally no, or not. emotionally like no, just not. maybe isolate a little bit if that's you're a choice not. to make
1: you're not in a good place and there. i mean she was absolutely she got gladwell that was her tipping point you know <laughs> she got gladwell
0: all right yeah. should we start from the beginning yeah
1: um i want to immediately start off by saying i there is a part of me that was judging Monica's self-care look on national TV. Um, mm-hmm. I think I
0: hated it because I've been it, you know? Mm-hmm. I am a blondie, so I've never bleached my mustache. I, I respect see. others who do. I, I was actually like, why are you still bleaching your mustache? Get some twinkle tools, those like little razors. Like, Oh, yeah. And, and anytime oh, I get my eyebrows done, I'm like, just do my lip. Just while we're here. Just real quick. Uh. Okay, Meg. Ballpark. How long do you think it takes to have a casual conversation with Brooks?
1: Like a conversation that would take us four minutes. How long do you think it would take for Brooks
0: to have it with you? I'm going to say sixteen. Four the, times the ball- as long. Squeak, squeak. Ice roller. Squeak, squeak. <laughs> Hi. What's he looking at on his phone? That's what I want to know because that looked. He was having a good time. What TikTok They're- corner is he in? The very entertained.
1: I love that Meredith. Like, so what's the temperature? Someone like Brooke would kill my confidence.
0: 1,000%. Just by saying hello to me. He would say hello to me with so much disdain. I would be like, I'm so sorry for whatever I did to you. I'll never speak to you again.
1: I feel terrible we exist in the same
0: sphere. Right. I'm so sorry.
1: I'm so sorry. Uh, I love Brooks. I can't stress enough how much I want Brooks to have a show. Andy? Andy, make it happen. Um, Okay. We saw inside Angie's house. Just last week, my friend said to me, I... Hope we get to see Angie's closet one day because if it this house is all this stark white marble, what is her closet and how does all those tacky designer clothes look in that closet? Mm-hmm. And I needed more. We only saw its tiny glimpse, and it is just a white closet. Who knew she had an assistant
0: too? I didn't.
1: I don't. I didn't, and I also didn't know like what's this weird like Minecraft wall in her house? She had this like pillar in the background. Again, pause. It looked like a Minecraft pixelated. It had like bolts in it. I was like, what? What? I need to see her entire house.
0: Like a five-year-old playing Minecraft built it. Yeah. Um, I need to see how many bikinis she bought from Spencer's Gifts because that is the only place I think you could find a Greek flag <laughs> bikini like that.
1: Is this okay? Yeah. What did you think your assistant was going to say?
0: why did you actually think? Your... Is it too loud and proud? Obviously, it's too loud and proud. That's why you're bringing it. And that's fine. If that's what you want to be. To be clear, but like know what it is, you know? Mm -hmm. Justin asks Whitney, like,
1: do you want to go on this trip? Are you going to be okay? And Justin, it's no, she's not going to be okay. Like even in peak mental health, a girl's trip will destroy you. (laughs) So imagine on a grief girl's trip. I mean, she's, we, we saw the tip of the iceberg, but we have not seen the bottom of Whitney's fall.
0: Again, if you're not in the best place mentally or emotionally, traveling to a faraway destination while on Xanax with a group of people who you are known to have some volatility with might not be the best move.
1: It might not be. And I immediately knew Whitney was not okay because it's 6 a.m. at the airport and she is eating a Meredith Marks branded Oreo.
0: With so much pizzazz, too. Like, she the way she held that macaron and like like with her two fingers plopped it in her mouth I'm like man she is on first thing in the morning
1: mm, guess what she's Whitney's not okay
0: no one's she's wanting, not okay
1: no one wants an Oreo at 6 a, 6 a.m Oreo are you insane
0: I mean I'll eat a lot of things at 6 a.m but Oreo no I actually don't really like Oreos I don't either they're mm-hmm. two um two this was made with um, lard. shortening, lard like
1: what it is we all know it's lard
0: yeah um I do like the peppermint Jojo's sorry but, yeah because they're covered in chocolate and peppermint oh, I've got to go get some thank you for the reminder okay uh, keep going
1: hot stuff at Trader Joe's right now
0: hot. oh their Christmas stuff is so good the
1: crowds are insane they're worth it's worth it
0: that's how go I to the Draper I- one it's not bad
1: I passed that Draper one for the first, I heard word on the street, take this what it is, which is free information. Someone I know works in commercial real estate and said the developer for Trader Joe's was in Utah last week because the Draper and Orem stores are just killing it that they're like, we obviously need more. And Harriman is the word on the street.
0: Harriman. I mean, they've got that new Mountain View village out there. Like Harriman and Bountiful, which I'm like, that seems very logical yeah, yeah that, that does make a lot of sense having one near me has been very life-changing in the best way
1: yes I live in the worst place Utah County we <laughs> do have a pretty great Trader Joe's yeah makes I it could, all worth it I could live in dare I say Spanish Fork oh oh boy boy okay um I thought Angie K was a child. Uh, she gets out of her van and she's t- She's in she's in flat sneakers, which have we ever seen? I don't know if we have. She's in this like sweatshirt dress, and I was like, whose kid just showed up? I thought like Monica had brought her whole gang, and the girl piling <laughs> out the car, and then Monica was gonna come out, and then I realized it was Angie in three zit patches. The zip
0: patches were, were pretty wild. The uh, I put a jewel because I couldn't be seen outside wearing a zip patch. I'm like, ma'am, if there's anything that's going to draw attention to the zip patch on your face, it's the jewel that you placed atop it. They're clear. This is, I have used cover up on a zip patch. Is it great?
1: No. Does it work? Sure. Yeah, It's fine. Especially if you're on a flight at 6 a.m., who cares? And she's like, I put three more on and I put jewels on them. I'm like, "Mm, okay, Angie, all right. Did you already get in the sleeping pills? She has a glam squad too. So I was like, who let her leave? I don't know. Bless bless her. Um, I have that Meredith Mark sleep mask, not to brag, but brag. And
0: does it help you sleep?
1: Yeah, I love it. Super, super, don't sleep in public with it. So missing that part of it that Meredith has somehow been over to has overcome but it is very luxurious it was way too much money I think it was like 40 dollars. no yeah I remember being like this was a mistake I bought a pen too and the pen was like seven and I was like this is what did I do ma'am ma'am why did I do this it was my birthday is this a plated pen uh there are fake gems in it (laughs) so you know what never mind took back what I said I didn't pay enough Meg
0: no absolutely
1: I should pay double. Um how long until Heather hits on John the driver? 2 seconds. I like down to fun, DTF.
0: Oh yeah. Um their strategy for finding sprinter drivers, they're just throwing everything at the wall at this point because they've all been lightly harassed by the women on the sprinter van. Yeah. John does look the most like he can handle it.
1: John is gonna go home and be like oh nothing happened today that's why he feels very unfazed by this I do
0: hope he's okay to be clear
1: I like John I the sprinter vans are the unsung heroes of the show remember the female sprinter van in Palm Springs that had to watch Whitney throw up
0: yeah and so had, had, to to
1: her, had to escort her. Mary to McDonald's yep, to get yeah. her fish fillet give them a give him a raise uh here's a pro tip don't share sleeping pills Someone has to be in charge. If all of you are in a sleeping pill, who is telling you which carousel your
0: baggage is on? And like getting those sleeping pills prescriptions is not an easy task. Like I'm not willing to just give away prescription medication. Like prove to me that you really need it, you know? When I get another Xanax prescription,
1: because I do have travel anxiety, okay, everyone, okay? But when I do, I'll promise you this right now, no one's getting any of it not even half. No, you should not share
0: that. No. That's and for finally, you and you alone.
1: You shouldn't share meds anyway, I think is like the legal thing. Yeah. Yes. Um, but in a completely selfish note, I'm not willing. Uh, all right. We're finally on a real house. Ha- They're pulling up to the house, Meg. They're pulling up to the house and I'm thinking, okay, we've done it. We're finally on a real housewives trip. We've done it. This is the nicest house Salt Lake City has ever seen. And then they went inside and I was like, oh, okay.
0: It's very, um, your boomer mom has bought a second house by the beach and she's taking it upon herself to do the interior decorating. Lots of seashells and bathrooms.
1: So much stuff in there. I actually wrote, do we think this is one of Mary's Airbnbs?
0: <laughs> yeah, I do. Yes, the answer to that is yes. Um, lots of like driftwood dressers, lots of mismatched carpet, lots of, what's the theme here? What? Stuff. Stuff yes the stuff couch- in every corner
1: the couches also look too full
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: and that to me is like that's not expensive no <laughs> uh I won't race to a room I want you to know this right now if we go on a girl's trip and it's like cool just run to get the room you want I will not I will not race to a room have some
0: dignity yeah I mean because you have self-respect is why you're not going to do that the rest of these women well they're on the real housewives of Salt Lake City so clearly none
1: yeah, no, I would not. I mean, I want an en Other than that, I don't care. Um, Meredith could not look more like death at that lunch. And I was at this point thinking, cannot wait to see how this nap helps. Because <laughs> I don't think it's going to.
0: I mean, I did feel for her because you know when like you'll be fine and then all of a sudden you're like oh no and like everything hurts a little bit and you're like really hot and then you're cold and then it like hurts to move your body we've I been there that.
1: yeah but what is Meredith's she has no
0: symptoms other than looks death cold so yeah what's the illness well that's what i'm trying and failing to say is that at this point i was like oh this person might be legitimately ill you know she might have had a bad snack on the plane that's coming to get her i was later like oh no she's fine but that's, at this moment i'm like she might be sick
1: she may have covid is what i was thinking and then i don't know i, I don't know what was in that iv
0: Matt, give me some
1: but please yes please um Okay, I'm just going to get this out in the open now. And I know everyone already feels this way about me. And I don't care. Lisa was good this episode. And I'm a big fan of a lot of stuff Lisa said this episode. And here's one of them. Monica goes over to Lisa and Heather and is like, hey, I'm going to go check on Meredith. And Lisa says, can you fix it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, I did like that. <laughs> like, what's a great way to, can you fix it? And, and the answer is, yeah, actually, Monica, you can. You can give her your room. But does, mm,
0: do you want, yeah, but do you want to fix it? That's the right question. Do you want to do what it would take to fix it? It killed me how into Meredith Monica was
1: and vice versa. How into, yeah, how into Monica Meredith was because I'm like, you know,
0: Monica could have fixed your problem. You it, know, Your biggest complaint could have been solved by this quote-unquote good friend. So Monica takes it upon herself to go check on Meredith. um, And Meredith is telling her how disrespected she feels by the group because she doesn't have a bathtub. And (laughs) the way Monica positioned it, like, yeah, I'm on your side, but did not offer Ah. to give Meredith her room. Did not Masterful. offer.
1: This is where I'm also like, okay, so Meredith's upset. She doesn't have a bathtub, but she's not going to say anything about Monica eating a toasted bread sandwich on her bed. Yeah. That's going to fly,
0: Meredith? I did have some real, oh, there are going to be crumbs in that bed, anxiety.
1: Uh, In that bed and also her grave that's the same. Right now, I'm thinking this is one and the same. And just to close the loop on this thing, the way that Monica went out and delivered Meredith's message is so insane. It was so insane. She was like, well, Meredith thinks everyone's selfish and she just remembered that. And I'm like, I didn't hear her say selfish one time. She said, I felt disrespected. Everyone knew I was sick. Was she implying it? Yes. But the way Monica synthesized that information was like, oh, Meredith thinks you guys are all selfish. Blank, blank, blanks. Phil them in. i can't say i'm on here
0: and yet lisa is unfazed she's like well who's supposed to give up their room monica or meredith monica I, I love views as much as meredith loves a bathtub therefore i will not be giving up my room
1: i also love heather being like the bathtubs where i keep my dirty clothes and i'm like amen that makes sense yes yes um, <laughs> speaking of Lisa, her and Whitney, they're at odds. All right. They're having lunch with their respective teams, which mm-hmm. are not each other. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh my gosh. <laughs> Listen, this is all under the disclaimer that we feel bad for Whitney. Okay. We feel bad for Whitney. The phase that she's in of grief is so hard. I feel bad for her. If my friend told other people I'm, I hang out with Emily. I have hard conversations. And when I hang out with her, I make her a better person. I'll tell you this right now. I'm going to hit them with my
0: card. It's a pretty rough thing to say.
1: It's the audacity to, oh, so you only want to spend time with me because I'm like a project.
0: It's I don't think it. And also yeah, it's like the way she felt at the end of she's all that, but worse.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay. And who are you by
0: the way? That's I the didn't... thing. I'm like, oh, is Whitney like a a good person guru? Is she a lifestyle coach? Like, what is this where, first of all, she thinks she is capable of making Lisa a better person?
1: I mean, like Lisa says, give the girl Crystal. Next thing you know, she thinks she's the Dalai Lama.
0: There's no way your producer did not write that line for her.
1: It was such a good line.
0: It had to have been written for her. That and a line she says later that were so mm-hmm. funny. So funny.
1: Um, I think Heather writes her own lines, though.
0: You do, yeah.
1: She delivers them
0: more naturally, so I could see that. Yeah,
1: because the thing is, sometimes Lisa, like, remember the reunion when Lisa coined "bad weather," which in retrospect is absolutely genius. But the way that she did that so hurried, rushed, and stressed out—like she knew she had this line in her head and she had to say it. Mm -hmm. That's how Lisa usually delivers it. This was very calm. It was
0: confident, and you know, I have no problem because the delivery was good. Yeah, look, I am fine with the producers writing her lines as long as she's willing to say it because that makes it part of who she is, right? That's they're valid. just like, it's a little bit of Botox, you know? It's just like enhancing what she already has.
1: Just, yeah, I'm fine with it too. I agree. That's that's what they're there for. They help you out. The producer gave Meredith the great storyline text. Are you sick? <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say right now, and for anyone who listens to this, I'm not interested in a friend who wants to teach me.
0: I'm not. Absolutely not. I'm not. I'm done improving myself. Okay. This is as good as it's getting. It's probably downhill from here. So you're either my friend for me as I am a kind of bad person or you're not my friend.
1: Yeah. 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 You know where I have to grow work because if I don't, I'll get fired. So you want to know where I'm not interested in growing friendship. You want to know why? Because I'm tired. So that's how I feel like you, I want jokes. I want Validation on purchases and emotions, and most (laughs) of all, I just want you to tell me the best things you buy at like Amazon and Sephora. That is what I want in a friendship. And yeah, a lot of TikToks. You know, you Meg and I. I knew Meg and I were friends when she started sharing TikToks with me. I'm like, okay, Meg feels comfortable enough to to copy paste a TikTok link and know that I'm going to appreciate it. No, but really, like that's
0: a real. That's my love language.
1: I have one friend all i do all we do is send each other cat and dog post on instagram truly think she's one of my closest friends
0: yeah i mean that's, that's exactly what I right mind.
1: now if that friend tried to be like hey we should go volunteer at this dog society I'd be like don't you talk to me no
0: come on don't you understand what we have here it's good People, don't mess it up
1: i think lisa's saying yes i enjoy my friendship but i don't think my friendship with Brittany rose makes me a better person my husband god my kids that who makes me a better person and i'm not mad about that i'm like amen
0: uh because who has time for anything else
1: yeah i i mean kids as i'm on the fence do they i mean i guess they make you have patience
0: they're not trying to make you a better person you become a better person in the process of dealing with them is what i would say
1: i i spent five 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 hours yesterday five meg making a freaking science fair trifle bored with a perfectionist and i am very much done is better than perfect and so the way i never yelled but i did have to leave the room that was me being i had to walk away and say nothing um and then i had to come back five minutes later and say do you want this perfect or do you want this done and done
0: okay perfect
1: and i'm like then stop saying my lines aren't straight i can't cut straight i can't cut straight I can't cut straight lines. Okay. I have a paper cutter, but you have to line it up perfectly to get it straight. It's not like a paper cutter means it's going to be straight.
0: I I am with you. I'm on your side here.
1: You. see, and that's friendship. Validation. Exactly. Uh, let it be large. So yeah, kids. Sure. Sure. How much of a bonus would that cameraman get if he caught Jesus coming across the water in Bermuda?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did wonder if they were going to. a little edit in there because they did that weird edit with monica saying the mansion was a bunch of her houses and they like stacked Uh? up the houses i'm like oh they just let an editor go kind of wild right there which they do every once in a while
1: i feel like they got a new after effects person and they're like yeah live a little Uh, he also was waiting for like a "Ah," but he held (laughs) himself back and good for you guys
0: more restraint than i would have
1: had me too don't you feel like Monica wearing a lonely ghost sweatshirt like the only thing that makes
0: sense. I turned to Steven and I was like, Oh, she's wearing lonely ghost, and he was like, Trisha Paytas, like, What, huh? Oh, okay, <laughs> like, good- <laughs> I was like, Oh, I might be the only person who cares about this,
1: what, huh? huh? Okay. <laughs> That was a very good impersonation. Um,
0: yeah, no, I cared if I wrote down Monica wearing a Lonely Ghost sweatshirt feels the most right. Yeah, and it's maybe you can articulate better than I can, but it's very much like a brand for people younger than me. And I'm like, and, how old is Monica? Monica? I think
1: Monica's older than me. I think Monica's younger than you. I think is Monica, she? so. Monica has a 17 year old, and she said she got pregnant at 19, right? So she's probably like 37, 36, I bet.
0: So we're like exactly the same age. Yeah. I just think the difference between me and Monica is Monica's Monica's cooler. <laughs> Cause I'm like not cool enough to wear lonely ghosts.
1: I no, I listen, I've just had this conversation this week because someone texted me and was like, what jeans are cool? And I'm like, first of all, I haven't worn jeans in nine years. So I couldn't even begin to guess. But I did say. The thing about getting older is it's a perfect balance of like you want to be trendy, of course. Like I still want to be on trend. Monica's forty; she was born one year before me. Okay. So it's a perfect blend between. I think you want to be trendy, of course, but like if you're only doing trends, then you just look old, right? So I, to me, a person my age or older and lonely ghost, I'm always like, oh, like read the room, dog. You shop at Athleta now. Sorry.
0: Yeah, or, like, you're building your capsule wardrobe from Talbots. Or, like, if you want
1: a novelty sweatshirt, I guess, I don't know, make it that Princess Diana shirt as a sweatshirt. Like, that that's where we get novelty things.
0: Yeah, yeah. The Lonely Ghost, the way I feel about the Lonely Ghost is not for me, for not a number for of cool reasons. Cool for
1: teens. Cool, cool for, for, for teens. Kids. It's fun for them, and I love yeah. that Um But another question and i don't care how stupid i sound asking this question meg is anyone wearing fashionable sunglasses because i don't under they're the ta- i understand their designer okay so don't come for me they're the tacky every single person there is in the tackiest sunglasses i've ever seen
0: angie cattivus's sunglasses look like they came from the set of a show that wishes it was star trek like very fairy fly just like how do you look in the mirror and think yes this is how i want to look um those sunglasses were
1: so dumb they look like party rocking in the house tonight. like that i think they were those exact same heather's wearing i think versace and it says it on the lenses it says like like the lenses are mirrored, and it says I think they were Versace, and I or maybe they were Fendi. Either way, I was like, yeah, we get it. They're des- we get it. They're designer. Even Lisa has been swinging and misses with sunglasses, and I think sunglasses are the older woman's pitfall because mm. they a bunch of these women are doing very trendy sunglasses. Again, what I just said, but I think they think are cool, but they're too young for them.
0: Okay, yeah, not to not to age shame. There's just some looks that are meant for teens and some that are not.
1: No. And I think those little teeny tiny, those teeny tiny sunglasses that are
0: like the oval shaped lenses that are tiny. I'm just like like, Julia Roberts has in my best friend's wedding.
1: And that was the time. And that was the age when you were Mm -hmm. that time and age. But now I'm like, hey, listen, you know what looks good on me? A cat eye. You know what I'm buying? A cat eye.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm good with like a because I have a round face. I do like a chunky square to mm-hmm. like you know make some yeah. size shape differentiation. I'm but like, it's taken me years to figure out how
1: to figure it out. I also think I had this friend growing up. Her dad only wore aviators, and like he looked cool all the time. That's where I'm like, find what's you, and you're gonna look cool.
0: Absolutely. Uh, I don't get these sunglasses. <laughs> And they're huge. The thing about sunglasses, it should be like a toss them in your bag thing. Those sunglasses would take up like a quarter of my bag, you know?
1: Angie must have a whole bag for sunglasses. I it's want wild. to her sunglasses closet. The only credibility I will link to Angie's in the Mafia is, is her sunglass budget.
0: <laughs> can't wait to talk about Angie in the
1: Mafia. <laughs> um, my favorite moment of the night, Monica saying, yeah, Heather got us the sickest house. And then it cut to Meredith looking like absolute death worked <laughs> over. <laughs> i loved it
0: the editors were <laughs> i don't know if they like did cocaine before this but they were on one and i'm so glad on one uh what's the weather in bermuda couldn't, couldn't tell weather. you yeah, brooks wouldn't look it up for me so i have no idea
1: Lisa's in a long sleeve top and pants Lisa
0: came off the set for the Bye 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 video like she is Justin Timberlake circa 2001 or whatever that song came out. Silky Cargos.
1: I'm sure they're expensive. They look like J.C. Chavez. (laughs) They're Really something. Actually I hate to say it they look like Chris (laughs) Carpatrick. That guy had a lot of flair. He had a lot of flair for fashion yeah bye 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 I'm just like Heather Whitney Angie pure summer dresses
0: Meredith's in a blazer oh, wait. I gotta talk about Angie's dress that what what toddler and tiara and nightmare was that with like the little like the rushi and then it was like to the weirdest place and then there's like a ruffle at the bottom it was horrifying is that too dramatic a word I don't know
1: it was so bizarre I actually looked it up because I'm like who in their right mind it's two pieces I believe it's a skirt and a top terrible and it is I gotta I gotta look into it I mean 20 bucks says it's gotta be Versace because that's all she wears
0: like Versace should be embarrassed if they made that
1: Uh, I think anyone should be embarrassed whoever made it you should be you know what go and think about what you did here because it's not it's not a good look it is not a good look um yeah it's like a ruche oh it's a top and it is a top and a bottom great for them um and it is okay it's by esther manis okay and I hate it
0: I think there's a reason I've never heard of esther manis based on this look because it's bad Um, I hate it. It's three hundred and eighty dollars for that top. No. Yeah. hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it. Tax the rich.
1: <laughs> Look, I'm just going to say it. <laughs> like I think someone, me probably, should be like more taxes on uglier designer clothes. And I'm the one who gets to make that call
0: this is how the irs should do it they should hire you to assess someone's wardrobe and determine whether or not they are wasting money on terrible clothing and if they are they're required to pay more taxes
1: agreed if you have enough money that you're buying this outfit you should have a whole animal shelter real in your name
0: one thousand percent
1: okay so they're talking about an olympic athlete and lisa's like well her betterment it was the most bizarre passive aggressive (laughs) the most bizarre passive aggressive like conversation I have a feeling the editors cut 90% of it because they were like this doesn't make sense
0: well I did they cut out what does make sense and like Frankenstein a conversation together or was it just so bad that they're like don't include most of this
1: I think they were like hey we know this doesn't make any cohesive sense but let's just move on
0: okay yeah well I respect them if that's the choice they made because I was lost You know, I didn't care and didn't care to like get caught up. You know, I was like, I just don't care enough about this.
1: Let's see how this I was like, let's see what Meredith is up to. And that's when she was getting her corpse bride makeup done. Um, (laughs) And at this point is where we get stuck in the bathtub Bermuda Triangle, uh, which is a, a very long conversation about how she did not get a bathtub. Here's what I have to say, Meredith, you're right it would have been nice if someone had thought about that in behalf of you yes that would have been nice but what a crazy expectation for this group of people
0: they should have thought of you like they're not going to you were on the real housewives of salt lake city i'm sorry
1: i don't think they're your real friends meredith
0: can you believe you guys might just be co-workers
1: <laughs> might all just be understanding that you only work as a unit and so you have to stick together bless them bless them um okay angie freaking cool it all right meredith told one bad joke about heather it had nothing to do with angie next thing you know
0: and next thing you know we all have to look up the definition of a threat again again i'm so tired of the word threat on this show move on i'm move begging on. you
1: and move on to oh honey i could ruin anything i want
0: okay what is kind of iconic if we're being honest it's this, iconic
1: this is why meredith's might be the best one um is she the most boring thousand percent does she say the best off the cuff things yes yes she does her (laughs) off the cuff the rumors about the husband she says the best stuff from her brain to her mouth to our ears it's the best
0: yeah I think most people have some sort of like blocking mechanism or like a filter maybe like is what I'm about to say going to make sense and Meredith seems to have been removed at some point Mm-hmm. Uh, which makes her so compelling
1: a thousand agree I couldn't agree more um I loved how checked out every single person in that van was and I speak for every fan when I say same
0: they they, they have just had a day of travel if you have had a day of travel don't, don't have any expectation to have fun. You're going to be miserable and that's okay. That's part of it. You just have to accept that and not try and do anything that like requires you to be nice or kind to other human beings because you're going to be incapable of it. I don't travel with people if I can avoid it.
1: I, I will fly out later. I'll leave early. I don't want to travel with people. I want to go into a place in my brain it's it's mindfulness just to get through the day i'm just
0: trying to get through the day okay totally. travel days are days to just get through don't all pile in a van you know that no. idea don't get a glam squad to your house
1: get ready go into a van and then go to a restaurant all the way in bermuda also called the white horse they do yeah. one thing they do two things provisions and white horse no uh-huh, matter
0: what yep. are. there must be a ton of restaurants called white horse
1: oh yeah a thousand and they'll find them
0: all what if that's there a- was yeah. there was a Housewives of New York episode where they eat at a place called Provisions. Amazing. Sidebar: Are you
1: watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills?
0: Yeah, but I haven't watched the latest episode. I did see the name of name them.
1: Okay. Anyway, if you guys don't watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, it's a situation like Vanderpump Rules. Jump in the season. You don't need to go back. No. You can if you want. Just jump in the season. It's so. I good.
0: think I started on season twelve. And they I've loved it
1: so good this year. Um, any anyway, ten out of ten, highly recommend. Uh, sitting down at a table and yelling, "Brad, Diet Coke, move!" That's the move. <laughs> cargo. <laughs> Brad, Diet Coke. Um, oh, sorry, did I already say something was my best part of the episode? Keep that in keep. Put it to the side. Who cares? The best part of the episode is the waiter's outfit at this restaurant was (laughs) he in a kilt it was the best thing I've ever seen he's like in a suit jacket a button-up I thought they were purple shorts like chinos that you bought (laughs) are are they they shorts
0: shorts. I couldn't tell it looked like a kilt short maybe vineyard vines there I um at the start of this episode I was like Bermuda that's probably a nice place to go halfway through this episode I was like I don't think I want to go to Bermuda I'm confused about the vibes
1: I, I went there once on a cruise for a day. I feel good. I feel good. The water looks amazing. I'll give okay, them great. But Meg, sorry, the guy was also in knee-high socks and loafers.
0: Sure. Yeah, that's where the kilt assumption came in.
1: I need to know freaking everything. There's nothing about this restaurant that made any sense. When they ordered us cargo, I was like, here? What is this place? Yeah, mac and cheese so good. Lisa brought it home what was the deal why are they eating at? did you not just go to dinner why are we all scrounging in the kitchen well maybe it's because they were so busy fighting the whole time I was just like I don't get this why why are we having fish sticks out of a microwave I don't what just happened
0: someone give me an Sticks out of a microwave that microwave is ruined forever. forever do not heat up your fish sticks in a microwave don't heat them up
1: ever throw them away okay please Uh, Trader Joe's fish sticks, though, is a number one picked item by my 12-year-old. Really? He loves them in the air fryer, and I have to cleanse it thoroughly after any time I cook them in there.
0: Yeah, that's tough.
1: It's tough. It's tough. Um, Okay, so then we get to the root of it, which Whitney says Lisa didn't support her. Lisa's like, listen, grieving is hard. Everyone does it differently. I felt like I was walking on eggshells. I didn't know what to do, and I know everyone's going to think I'm going too hard for Lisa, but... I could not agree more with Lisa being like I felt like she was taking her grief out on me, and I'm like that's how it felt to me, Lisa. And I did think Lisa was walking on eggshells, and I don't think Lisa did anything wrong at that party. I'm gonna just. Yeah. I
0: think I th- the where I fought Lisa in the party from last week is when she immediately starts defending herself.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um,
0: instead of being like I'm, I apologize. I kind of thought you didn't want to do this on camera. I wasn't sure what to say. Clearly you needed me. Instead, she just says, no, I'm not a bad person. I'm not a bad person. And I understand the impulse to do that. I think the smarter move would have been to be like, I'm sorry. I misunderstood the situation.
1: Yeah. I think at that point she could have easily said, I should have, I could have made more of Of course you can always make more of an effort, of course. But this season, I feel like Lisa has had it. Um, She just quick to be like, nope, and guess what? She's Queen B because of it. So keep it up.
0: Yeah, it's very Regina George.
1: Lisa immediately throws Heather under the bus. And immediately. And she's like, I know you said I'm self-absorbed and you're only my friend to make me a better person. And God bless Heather. She does not get upset. She just immediately goes, you did say that. You did say that. And it was like the fight, a triangle fight immediately. It's I so loved it. I loved it. Lisa does ask a great question, which is, why do you think I need to be a better person? And I'm like, listen, if I'm friends with someone and I leave being like they need to be a better person, I don't think I should be friends with them.
0: No, no. As an adult, you get to decide, I don't want to be friends with that person. No,
1: like I don't respect you then is what I'm basically saying. I don't respect what you think is important. I don't respect the way you act. I don't respect you and we shouldn't be friends.
0: But again, these people are coworkers, and they do have to spend time with each other. So maybe it's like a, hey, I mentored my coworker" type of situation.
1: That's true. But Meg, did you ever think that we would get a bad weather fight over Lisa?
0: Um, no, but I'm so delighted that we've arrived here.
1: Me too. I couldn't have imagined this day and I love it.
0: Um, it's very second grade. She's not your
1: friend. She's my friend. It's very second grade and then very adult burns. Like when Whitney says, I think you needed to be more self-aware and read the room. I was like, holy, the way I would throw a cup of Diet Coke at whoever said that to me. Don't ever tell me to read the room. I will flip. I will read the room to filth at that point.
0: (laughs) Read to filth is my favorite thing people say.
1: (laughs) Well, I will. Like, I don't, like, I don't, it's not your job to tell someone to be more self-aware if you share with them ways you are self-aware then they're usually like oh i could reflect a little bit more on myself too but it's not your job to point out when someone can be more self-aware
0: and if you make it your job you're gonna lose a lot of friends
1: you're not likable now you're like my teacher and i'm i again i can't stress this enough i don't want to be friends with someone who's out to like teach me exactly like get real uh fun to see angie and meredith cheers mid-fight though (laughs) Yeah, it is kind of cute, right? I thought it was cute. I actually was a little delighted. Uh, Whitney's spiraling. Whitney's lashing out. She's very confusing on what she's saying, what she's wanting. Things are weird because Heather calls Lisa a cold. And Whitney's like, "Don't tell. I don't tell anyone about my friendship with Lisa because you guys will ruin it. And that's when I'm like, okay, we're in
0: elementary school. And You're, then- jealous. You're jealous. You're jealous of our friendship. Don't you hate that? Um- You hate being told I'm jealous of something? Yes, I hate that very much, and that's only true like ninety percent of the time.
1: I'm rarely jealous, and if I am, I keep it to. I mean, I'm really okay. I'm rarely jealous out loud, right? I'm jealous. I keep it to myself because I don't like being. I don't like how that makes me look.
0: Right. No one wants to be jealous. We just want to see the inside, you know.
1: I don't think they're jealous that they're friends with Lisa. I think they're confused. As am I, as am I, as am I, and I think Winnie might be too because right after she gets into a huge dinner fight, she just immediately falls asleep.
0: <laughs> Again, these people took sleeping pills and drink alcohol like they're not in the best place.
1: They're not doing this. Is not their night. uh We get back to the house where they like freaking midnight girl dinner, rat dinner, finance food, odds and ends, scrounging up. Can I finish your food. mac
0: and cheese. Can I please finish your mac and cheese? I have tartar
1: sauce. I'm like, what the who? It's tartar what are we gonna do with that tartar sauce monica anyway at this point things take a very interesting left turn i was like wait what just happened and those I like as credits happen, roll
0: and you're like you're just gonna drop this on us and make us wait a week for a follow-up we get some like
1: weird film noir scene of monica and meredith strolling around park city <laughs> and Monica's like, oh, when we were in Park City, Meredith was saying, you know, Park City was made, it was established by the Greek mafia. And did you know Angie's in the Greek mafia? I'm like, how did that conversation come to be? There, there's no subtlety in any of this. Um, I didn't know Greeks were in the mafia. I've never seen that movie, but thank you. And I then- Wish
0: it had been made, Martin Scorsese. Do you one more
1: in you? Yeah, Marty. who's a Whoever did my big fat Greek wedding, come on.
0: That'd be a fun next one. Like just make remake my big fat Greek wedding, but then throw in like a bunch of murders. My big fat Greek mafia. (laughs) My big fat Greek illegal
1: activity. Maybe mafia. It's hard to say. Um then Monica's like, and then after we had that conversation, Meredith and Meredith said, I got a DM. Did you get a DM about Angie? And then they show this weird DM that's like Angie's bankrupt. There's liens on the houses. I'm just like Why are you guys putting so much talk? Okay, the whole thing, the whole thing is confusing. Meredith has literally zero reaction to Monica being like, let's talk crap on Angie. Meredith was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We have seen this from Angie before. I mean, Meredith before. Meredith did this when she was accusing Jen Shaw of being a defrauder, which that one time Meredith was right. So good job, Meredith. Too bad you backpedaled on that. Um, they're putting a lot of stock in these DMs that they've been getting about Angie's personal life. And what are the chances anyone but Meredith is sending these DMs?
0: Uh, slim to none. And if they are coming from another person, that person isn't. Look, guys, there's some things we learn in journalism. And one of them is like when to know when your source is credible. An anonymous Instagram DM isn't what we'd call a credible source you know not a lot of random strangers on instagram should be believed how do i know this i've read through most comment sections Uh, guys people are kind of dumb
1: and they love to just be in the thick of it they'll love to
0: make everyone else's business their business
1: it did feel very i'm a prince from swan zealand and i know about all yeah. I
0: need is $5,000.
1: Yeah, yeah. it felt very that. And it was so weird. There, There's no doubt in my mind right now that Monica and Meredith set this up before. I, I feel like these two talked about something. Monica is thirsty to be liked. Meredith is thirsty to have an accomplice. And they are now somehow tag teaming. But Monica cannot be trusted. And it looks like next week she goes to... Angie and is like, Meredith saying all the stuff about you. And I'm like, but you're the one who said it, first of all. You, like, per usual. And this is what happened twice now, Monica. Meredith insinuates things. You say things.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, hey, Monica, maybe, maybe we could start learning some lessons. You know, like maybe if Meredith does tell you something seems a little fishy, maybe you shouldn't repeat it because that does not seem to have gone well for you in the past. Everyone's friend is no one's friend. Monica. Wow, so true. Did I make that up? Um, If you did, I'm very impressed. If you didn't, don't tell me. Just let me be impressed.
1: (laughs) That's what I have to say about Monica. If Everyone's friend is no one's friend. And you are no one's friend at this point because you sell everyone out immediately. And I know you
0: stole from Heather. (laughs) In conclusion. Yeah, it's hard to know the beginning or the end from the beginning on this. You know, like, we know how this sounds up. We know no one likes Monica now. We know that she's suing Heather. And so it's like, I'm just waiting. It's like Titanic where you're like, I know the ship is sinking. I just don't know when.
1: Yes, there things are going to come down. I don't want Meredith and Lisa to get into a fight next week. They're going to. I wish they didn't. Angie wasn't that bad this week. Angie needs a new storyline. Um, And a new stylist ba boom and a new makeup artist while we're at Yikes. it yoink actually i could have seen angie in a lonely ghost hoodie her style um yeah no i wouldn't be surprised but she would actually probably be in one of those like mcm brand you know that designer brand that like cool kid like no because i'm not a it's cool kid or something i don't know um i don't know i wear sweats every day who am i
0: fashion icon
1: that's who i am uh, well, that's it. Can't wait to see what happens next week. I can't. I'm being so sincere. I can't wait to see what happens next
0: it's week. It's going to be good. Um, You are going to be talking about it with Eddie because I will be gone. So stay tuned next week to hear Emily and Eddie. I'm very excited to listen to this. Um, He might replace me full time. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Eddie is my I'd, husband.
0: It would be okay. He, he, he um, He
1: doesn't get the real housewives, but he does have some opinions about them. So it should be good. You should have
0: Steven on too. That would be really funny.
1: The the thing I guarantee Eddie's going to say to me is, Whoa, that was mean. (laughs) I can't
0: wait. It's going to be so good. Stay tuned. Okay. Thanks for listening. Bye.